right, this is the Big Kids Show. I am Sweetwater Mark, and thanks for landing with us here on the Notorious B.I.G. Show. With me, I've got two of your favorites, Big Nick and Mr. B. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a like, subscribe, give us a rating, drop us a review, come find us on social media, come talk to us. All that helps the crazy computations that help us reach more big kids like you. As always, we greatly appreciate all of the support from our Big Kid listeners out there. Today, Big Kids, we will be doing a Big Kid preview of, that's right, the 23-24 NFL Playoff Wild Card Weekend. We're going to cover all of this weekend's playoff matchups and also our, in some cases, updated Super Bowl predictions. <laughs> and we're going to see where everything lands. Boys, I think we got a lot to, to talk through. I, I'm ready to hop right in. I've been looking forward to this episode. A lot of fantastic games coming up this weekend. And um, and let's get ready to dive right in. How are we feeling, boys? You guys good over there? You ready to talk some ball? I am playoff ready, my friend. Playoff ready. That's what I was looking for. Beautiful. I still need to stretch a little bit, but otherwise I'll be good. So as much as I wanted to do this in a way that we could talk about big Knicks, big team, this big weekend playing their first playoff game in quite a while. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought it'd make sense Three to go years. through these in the order the games are being played. So we're actually going to start off with your games, Big Nick, with the right. Brownies facing off against the Houston Texans. Now, the Browns finished 11 and 6 for the year, um, the Texans finished off 10 and 7. This is going to be a tight one. Uh, Big Nick, I kind of wanted to give this one to you to start off to get your opinion, um, because I'm sure it's very multifaceted. And then Mr. B and I can chime in after. Big Nick has no, he has no opinion at all about this game. He probably not going to watch. Nick, you get three words. Go. (laughs) I don't have Peacock. (laughs) God bless America. Thank you. There it is. There it is. So, Big Nick, uh, how, how are you feeling about this weekend's matchup with the Texans? Well, I'm really conflicted here because it, I remember it was it's a situation where I didn't feel like the Jaguars played good enough to make it into the playoffs, right? They kind of fell apart at the yeah. end of the season and really for the better half of the second half of the season. And you don't want to see a team kind of limp into the playoffs like that. It really takes a lot of the excitement away. We wait all season long for the playoffs, which is by, I just love the playoffs. I'm, I'm on cloud 13, forget cloud nine. I just <laughs> scotch cloud nine and super Mario'd my way, way up to cloud super 13. Fly. Now. So, while I didn't think the Jaguars were deserving to go in, a few of the last weekend outcomes made it so that the Cleveland Browns would be going down to Houston to play. And I felt very mm-hmm. confident going to Jacksonville to play uh, the Jaguars. We've beat them earlier this season. We did. We have beaten the uh, Texans as well. But keep in mind, C.J. Stroud was not playing that game. And C.J. Stroud has had one hell of a rookie season. So the reason why I say I'm conflicted is as much as I love my Browns and I'm a diehard Brown, and let's make no mistake about it, who I will be cheering for at this game. uh, But the elves, I do want to throw out there that (laughs) out of all the teams in the playoffs, my two favorite quarterbacks are squaring off against one another in this game. And so I will be sad to see one of them, no, not competing the following week. Right. So, um, 
I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Both teams have no problems passing the ball down the field. The thing that remains yet to be seen, will Amari Cooper be active in play and be very healthy in this game as well? Because he is, with Joe Flacco, their biggest and best offensive weapon right now. And then the flip of that is you have C.J. Stroud with Nico Collins. And, dudes... Last Saturday, it was essentially a a playoff game, right? A a Mm -hmm. do-or-die situation, Houston at Indianapolis, go time. Winner is in, loser is out. The first offensive drive by the Houston Texans, the first offensive play, 75-yard bomb from Stroud to Nico Collins. They made it look so easy. And you know who who else makes it look easy? Flacco to Cooper. So I'm really excited. And I think that maybe I haven't looked at the over and under yet on this one. I'm wondering if Vegas is sleeping on the over and under because I think it could be a high scoring, high flying game. And I'm, I'm thankful while it would be a huge advantage to be in Cleveland, which it is not, it will be down in Houston. The, uh, the interesting part for the location of Houston is we are expecting some severe cold weather up in the north this weekend, and I don't think that they will experience the same thing down in Houston. I think it might be very comfortable to be playing on a Saturday afternoon down in Houston. I like the Browns in this one. It's going to be tighter than I'm going to like it, uh, but I think the Browns sneak a win in the first round on the road. Yeah, I I think it's going to be tough for them to – Run away with it. So, I, real quick, breaking news. I, I don't know if you heard this, Big Nick, but Denzel Ward supposedly got a little dinged up at practice this week. So, there's actually some questions about his availability for Saturday. Ooh. I don't know if you heard about that, but I was very disappointed to hear that because I like Denzel Ward. I think me too. I mean, Cleveland's strength obviously is their defense. Um, you know, you still have Miles Garrett. You still have a lot of other guys that that are very talented. Uh, but Denzel Ward, he's. I mean, he is a true shutdown corner so if he can't go that's definitely not a good thing especially when you look at nico collins if he's able to go um but to me joe flacco's kind of the quarterbacks are kind of the talk here joe flacco came out of nowhere with with his resurgence off of the couch you know yelling mom the meatloaf (laughs) right onto the nfl (laughs) field and Look, he's been tearing it up, right? I mean, the guys had um, how many 300-yard games now? I, multiple, well, I mean, right? Yeah, I think he had three in a row. And then, like, against the Jets, they on that Thursday night, they were setting records in yeah. Cleveland. Um, like, you should sit down, Joe. You're, you're, <laughs> you've had, yeah, you've and, had enough. And I love Amari. You know, they asked uh, Cooper yeah. uh, about the connection between him and Flacco, and he said it's like poetry in motion. Um, and Cooper gave him a a great compliment after his first start when he said, you know, I've played for a lot of quarterbacks, played with a lot of quarterbacks over the years and Flacco throws the best ball out of every quarterback that I've played with. And so he makes the team better around him. He, I love that. He's kind of no nonsense. He's going to throw it to the other team twice a game. He will, but the 400 yards of passing that he puts up will uh, negate two turnovers. (laughs) So um, the guy still got a cannon. It should be an interesting matchup. The thing though, too, I'll be curious to see, not that I don't think he can't handle it. I don't think the stage is too big for CJ Stroud. I think he likes an evening game. I think, I think he likes a primetime game, which 
all these games will be. That's the only game on at the time. And so I think it will be interesting to see how the young buck handles the pressure from Miles Garrett. He's played against some good defensive lines, but he's not played against a a Schwartz defense with Miles Garrett, who is in the argument for defensive player of the year. 100%. Mr. B, how you feeling about him? I mean, you guys are spot on there. I think, I mean, the plus with the Browns is that they, I mean, Flacco has won a Super Bowl in the past. Yeah. Um, he's a veteran. Um, he's playing well. So it's kind of like if he can keep that going and the defense plays tough, you know. Um, but again, the, I, if you guys go back, I mean, early on before the season started, I think everyone had the Texans being one of the worst teams. And here we are talking about them in the playoffs. Yeah. So, so I mean, they clearly said, "Screw what you guys think. We're bringing the thunder." So, Big Nick kind of said it. It's one of those games where it's it's just going to be. I mean, it's almost gets into like kind of those accidental turnovers kind of thing. Like, yeah, you know, you got a fumble here or a fluke interception, and that could be the sway of the game one way or the other. Yeah. So I think so. Big Nick, I know you predicted Browns to win. I, I agree with you. I think it's in the sense it's going to be a very close game. Um, I also agree with you in the sense that I think Flacco is probably going to throw an interception or two. And I think, unfortunately, that might make the difference in this game only because C.J. Stroud has been so good at not turning the ball over. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, if if the Browns can get a lead, they've got a running game to be able to to drag it out the way that they want to. Um, but I think I'm probably going to take the Texans probably by a field goal or less. Um, the line is two and a half you know, towards Houston. But um, Mr. B, who, who would you take uh, in this matchup? So I think, I mean, kind of, again, game script, but if the Browns get up at all, Miles Garrett is just like, oh, I know you're passing. Guess what? I'm coming for mm-hmm. you. So I think the Browns are going to win it. Um, I right. think, again, it's going to be close. I think within four or five points, but I think Brownies are going to pull it out. Well, and and I, I do want to throw a little buyer beware in there on my prediction. Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper, Amari. If, if Amari Cooper, I yeah. understand he didn't play in the Jets game and we were still putting up all kinds of crazy numbers and a very high score. The Houston Texans are not the New York Jets. Okay. Uh, And this is a game is not at Cleveland in front of a very happy, hungry, lubricated uh, uh, audience. (laughs) Well lubed crowd. You're telling me Thursday night in Cleveland and night game eight, eight 15 kickoff that those, those boys up in, up in Cleveland aren't, aren't, Drunk yeah. and ready to scream. Hey, and it's yell mandatory that everyone has six beers. The <laughs> mandatory. Dog is howling. <laughs> and so the thing is, Amari Cooper, Amari, if, if no Amari Cooper, I actually go the other way. I would say the Texans yeah. should be the favorite here. And I, I will say, just to prove to everybody that I can think clearly and that I'm a reasonable man, I, from what my understanding, Kevin Stefanski is the front runner for coach of the year. As he should be. Uh, he As has he, he has won it uh, once before. Big Nick's opinion, if it were up to me, I would give it to the Houston Texans head coach, D'Amico Ryans. Yeah, there's an argument there. I mean, there's absolutely an argument. So, 
All right, so we got Mr. B and Big Nick going with the Browns. I am I want to take the Browns, but I, I just something something about the Texans kind of reminds me of the 2021 Bengals. So I'm going Texans, boys. Let's move on to the frigid Arrowhead Stadium where it is going to be cold. Let's just put it that way. So they are expecting a high of nine degrees where tailgating is going to be feel like negative 10. Um and forecast of six degrees for kickoff with a wind chill of negative 12. Oof. That, that's cold. I mean, that's cold even for is the it, Chiefs. Is it, Mark? Who, it's, it's, that's real cold. <laughs> is it, is it really? Is it Mark? I mean, is that's, really? that's teeth, teeth chattering, you know, it, oh, as yeah. much as you can get. So, with that being said, Mr. B, What's what's your take on on this matchup between the Dolphins and the Chiefs? So this is the most interesting one to me. Um, I mean, the Dolphins again had a pretty good season. They struggled against any of the really good teams. Yeah. Um, again, this is at Arrowhead. The Chiefs usually do not lose at home, but I think mm-hmm. the temperature is going to play a factor here. I think passing might be a little trickier. I think I mean, you got cold fingers. You got so. Running game kind of comes into play, and I'm assuming the Dolphins are just going to throw everything at it. Like, just, you know, what do we got here? Let's throw everything at it. So um, the Dolphins are getting four and a half as we're recording this now, um, which is Thursday. But, you know, who I want to win is I want to see the Dolphins win. But I think it's going to be the Chiefs. I think they're going to pull it out just because, you know, Patrick Mahomes and their defense will probably get it done being at home. Yeah. Big Nick, what about you? Well, here's the thing. You know, I as far as the cold goes, I don't think that this necessarily favors one team over the other. I understand that there that a dolphin does not like to be very cold, right? I get that. Uh like a fish out of water, uh it's gonna be. But um and I understand that the Dolphins are from Miami, Florida, and I understand that that's typically a very warm climate. But the truth is, most of the players in the NFL, the majority of them are from somewhere in the South. They're born and raised <laughs> in somewhere. You know, I just looked up uh, a bunch of the stars going into this recording, this podcast from Kansas City. And I get that they're a little more used to playing in it nobody's used how cold did you say it's going to be mark nobody's used to playing in that level of cold six degrees yeah so Not counting wind chill pat mahomes sorry patrick mahomes he's from texas right uh chris jones is from uh he's from the south as well i think alabama or mississippi uh and then uh Kadarius tony he's from uh the South as well. So you get a lot of the players that are from the South anyway. So I, I don't know that the, the cold is going to be a huge factor here. I think that. Well, and, I, and let me, and let me correct myself. I don't mean that the players can't manage it. It's more of when it's that cold, I think it affects the passing game. Yes. So, I agree. So, 100%. So, so my point being is that I think the dolphins, I think have better running backs um, I mean, that A-Chain and Raheem Mostert are, are some fast dudes. So I think yeah. that might be the flipping factor with the Dolphins. But I think, again, going back to my prediction, I still think the Chiefs will pull it out. But yeah. So Isaiah Pacheco, do we know if he's going to play? I believe so. 
Okay, because that to me, I think, is a huge factor in this game because the Chiefs have a very difficult run, time running the ball without yes. Mr. Pacheco. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pacheco yeah. is from the North. He's a New Jersey boy. Uh, you want to talk about somebody else from the North? You got Travis Kelsey, who who knows? Maybe he comes alive in the playoffs. I wouldn't put it past him, but he's a he's a Cleveland boy and then played in Cincinnati. And so, um, if anybody could brave the cold, it would be Mister Kelsey. I I like the running game of the Dolphins. I think if you have a healthy Moster A chain and they got a, a, a gaggle of other guys. I think <laughs> yeah. that if you have a, a, and I think Tyree kill, while I might not enjoy his personality so much, uh, kind of the man behind the football player yeah. on the field, that dude is just, he's freaking bulletproof, <laughs> yeah, man. He's like, electric. electric. And he's, he's electric. tough. He really is tough for kind of a smaller, fast dude. He's very tough. So yeah. I kind of like the dolphins here on the road in a very Ooh, close game. Here's what, here's nice. the way I envision this going down. Dolphins are up. Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey are driving to try to to tie or win and just fall a little short. Oh, okay. Darius Tony drops the game winning touchdown. Probably. Actually, that's exactly what I think. <laughs> or, or he's offsides. Yeah, or he's offsides. And can't believe they actually called it. I think Tony drops it. Yeah, drops a, a major first down or late uh, potential. That I do want to give a shout out to that Rice kid, the receiver for uh, Rice. Rice. Yeah, he is man. He, they keep saying that they got no receivers there. That dude's legit. They got a, they got at least one receiver there. Well, it, what I always wonder too, like you know, a lot of the receivers wear gloves like are they have they been practicing all week with like insulated gloves yeah you know what i mean like so it's a change in equipment you know is one week of practicing with that enough to adjust because i mean it's like sometimes yeah. it's those little things these guys have been wearing the same equipment and then suddenly they're wearing maybe gloves that have a thicker lining or yep. you know, just Can little I, things like that you know yeah, a, a, extra padding underneath that maybe you're not used to wearing does it constrict your body and movement i mean yeah, lot, those lot, little lot things can factors. make a difference. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm kind of with you, Big Nick. I think the Dolphins have a running game now. I, I'm looking at the injury report. Um, Mostert and Jalen Waddle are both questionable for the for the Dolphins. So that's going to be kind of interesting to watch and see see what happens. I know what, what, what was Mostert's injury. Do you uh, know? It was it was they called it knee ankle, but he basically got his ankle rolled on. I think okay. it was two weeks ago. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so you know he'll probably play. I, I think he even played a little after hurting it. Um, I think in a playoff game, these guys they their their limbs have to be falling off for them to not yeah, get in the game. Exactly. I I think I'm going to go Dolphins, and I, and I think the reason I'm going to do that is Chiefs defense is good, um, but. I do think that it can be schemed around potentially. Um, Chris Jones is obviously one of the big ones. Yeah. I don't think Patrick Mahomes is having his best year. And obviously a lot of that's about his supporting cast and not to, you know, piss off any Swifties out there, but you know, Taylor Swift hasn't exactly done Kelsey any, any favors this year. Cause Ooh, he's kind of starting to show his age a little bit. No, I'm just saying she hasn't given him any good luck. I'm not saying she's brought him down. I'm just saying that she hasn't provided any additional luck. Well, and, and, to, and, to if you guys are up. watching the game at home, which hopefully you've got Peacock, but you guys should do a drinking game. Every time they show Taylor Swift, Drink two, two shots. 
Two shots. <laughs> That's the Mr. B big kid challenge, right? There. I mean, I mean, I'm not doing it, but you should do it. <laughs> but you should. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm going to go Dolphins as well, boys. I, I think that they, you know, Tua. A lot of it depends on what kind of game he has. He's had some up and down games, oh, yeah. and their defense has had some up and down performances. But they got some guys on defense that can play too. So, um, but yeah, I think I think I'm going to roll. I'm going to roll Dolphins. Um, all right, so that gets us through Saturday. Let's kick it into Sunday, where we've got three different games. We've got our final AFC game and then a couple of NFC matchups. So I'll start us off on this one, guys. Steelers and Bills. <laughs> so one of the dumbest things I think I've ever seen, I witnessed this week, and that was, I believe it's 93-1 or 93-3, the fan in Pittsburgh telling all Steelers fans to boycott Buffalo Wings this week. <laughs> because that is obviously going to affect the city of Buffalo and its players directly because they get a certain percentage of every Buffalo wing sold, right? No, no, they don't. <laughs> You're hurting your own businesses. What are you talking about? Don't buy Buffalo wings. Crazy. Um, I think this one to me is easy. I think Buffalo's definitely going to win this one. Um, I know they can play down to their competition, but TJ Watt, it looks like, is going to be out. That's a huge, ah, huge, and, and, huge and, and loss for the Steelers. Yeah, their record with him not playing is awful. Yeah, and I mean, it, you know, he's like Miles Garrett. He's a game changer. You have yep. to double team him. So the fact that if he's out, you're right. And nothing against Mason Rudolph, you know. But if I'm looking at the Mason Rudolph versus Josh Allen show, I think I pretty firmly can feel comfortable picking Josh Allen, uh, especially at home. So I'm going to go Bills over Steelers. Um, Mr. B, what say you? Uh, same thing. I mean, the only thing I can see is the Bills have been this like weird flip of the coin team. So you're like, yes, you know, what team's going to show up? And I, again, I think a lot of these games, it's how it starts. You know, if teams have mistake the first few drives, I mean, what's the temperature supposed to be like in Buffalo? Is it because I don't think the I don't think I don't think the cold front is supposed to be there yet, but I mean it's usually pretty cold in Buffalo, anyways. Um, It's going to be snowy, windy, and frigid. Let me see if I can get a so again, kind of about twenty five degrees. So obviously not as cold, but when you get into (gasps) snowy, wet conditions, again, does that affect passing? I think so. Um, yeah, and Buffalo's probably used to that because they get a lot of snow games yeah. up there. So, so I, I'm going to go Bills. I mean, I mean, uh, the Steelers are getting ten in this game, which is crazy. That, that's a crazy for a playoff game. But yeah. I think the I think the Bills will they'll they'll bring their A game and be ready to play. And like you said, I mean, uh, Rudolph, he's gotten it done kinda. But I mean, this is the big stage here, and we'll yeah. see how that goes. <laughs> big big Nick. You Josh Allen is so hard to predict. And I tell yeah. you what, if Watt was playing, I, I do think that's kind of the Jenga piece of this oh, yeah. game. Um, I think big, big change. he could put the right amount of pressure on Josh Allen. But, you know, given those weather conditions that you just mentioned, I feel like we're going to have to, whoever wins this is going to have to win it on the ground. Um, and the big difference between Allen and Rudolph is not just, I mean, the size, the speed, the throwing ability. But the thing that separates Josh Allen from a lot of people is that he can go into that hero ball 
mode and he can he's six foot five uh he's a big boy and he's hard to take down and he's not afraid to uh get hit so he's gonna get you a couple first downs that you didn't think they'd get linebacker playing quarterback I, i do think though that there is a world where where Najee harris and warren are able to put up a good number of yards on the ground. I think this one's going to be a lot closer than people think, even without Watt. Um, I think that the the Steelers have had a better, obviously had a better time passing the ball recently with Rudolph, even though the last game they only put up 150 or 160 yards passing, but they still had that one big pass. This game feels like another one of those where we're like one play that separates these two. Mm-hmm. You know what? What the hell? I'll go huge upset Steelers on the road. Oh, yes. I like it, buddy. Yeah. I'll go Steelers right. on the road here for one. Oh, and 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 Tomlin, like him or hate him, I mean, he's crafty with how he yeah. gets that stuff done and you know, game planning accordingly. So who knows? He might say, Hey, they're 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 favored to destroy us. Let's let's throw the weirdest playbook at them. And yeah. I mean, again, like you said, one of these teams gets up 14 nothing. Now, now your whole game plan is kind of shuffled and you have to switch to passing and that can really kind of mess with all kinds of things. Steelers, yeah, this- six Super Bowl victories, six championships. Bills, zero. Wow, wow. Bills have been there three times, never been able to seal the deal. And how many years in a row now have we gone – Buffalo might be the favorite coming out of the AFC buff because of Josh Allen. He might be the favorite. You know who doesn't like the cold? Joshua Allen does not <laughs> like that. He's I've heard him on record say it many times that he hates playing in the cold. Uh, well, yeah. he's going to have to put on his big boy pants this Sunday. Well, if, if, if a player ever says they like the cold, they're just lying That's through true. their face because yeah. they all want to play in like 68 degree weather. So exactly. Did, did you guys hear Zeke Elliott? So they had that horrible final game of the regular season snow game in new England. Right. And after the game, they're interviewing Ezekiel Elliott. And he says, look, my whole life, I dreamt and wanted to play in the snow. Uh, I finally got to today and I got to tell you, it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) The truth comes out. It always does. Very nice. Well, Big Nick, let's keep it with you. Um, Let's head to the next game, which is the NFC matchup between the Green Bay Packers at the Dallas Cowboys in Jerry World. Um, I think I already know based on your previous Super Bowl prediction, which way you're going to go with this one, but uh, drop some knowledge on us. I, th- I think the Packers are sneaky good. I think that the yep. that uh, if there were one team to just kind of come in and upset the apple cart, it would be the Packers. However, I don't love their first round matchup on the road at Big D. Uh, so I'm going to go with America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. I'm expecting big things from the Dak Prescott, C.D. Lamb connection in the playoffs. And mm-hmm. I don't think that there will be that will be any different here in the first round. If they can get a big game from Michael Parsons and from their DBs, then Green Bay will not have a shot. But I wouldn't be surprised if this ends up being a shootout. Dallas wins in Big D. I like it. Mr. B. Big Dick said it quite well. Yeah, I think the fact that it's in Dallas and – um, I mean, again, the Packers, uh, I, th- I think we're 
impressed me more than I thought beginning of the season but i think they're just going to be outmatched in this one um i think cd lamb's going to have a big game and yeah i think i think the cowboys win this thing by like 14 yeah yeah it's um the cowboys have just been really on a quite a bit of a run i mean you know a couple slip-ups here and there but for the most part um dak prescott and cd lamb specifically have have really turned it on and it looks like this this could be a year where they could actually finally you know make that noise and and get Jerry back to to the promised land where he wants to be. So the our first sweep of the the night boys Cowboys across the board on that one. Um, so let's go to our last game of Sunday night, the eight fifteen slot. This one is interesting. So we've got the L.A. Rams traveling to the Detroit Lions, which is a very nice matchup of previous quarterbacks. So you've yes. got Matthew Stafford coming back to Detroit to to play his old team, the Lions, and who are led by Jared Goff, who is the former Super Bowl quarterback of the LA Rams. Yes. Very, very fascinating. Oh, they're going to talk about that nonstop on the on the broadcast. So be prepared 100%. to hear that a lot. Yeah. So Mr. B, why don't you start us off? What what are you thinking about this one? So this to be might be I think the the trickiest one to call. Yep. Um, just because I think I don't even I don't know. I mean, like I honestly would probably flip a coin to make my prediction here because I, I who I want to win. I'd like to see the Lions win. Honestly, I you know come on Detroit, let's go get it. But the Rams can show up, and who knows? The Rams could blow them out. I mean, it's one yep. of those things of there's just a lot moving there. So. I'm just my my prediction is I'm going to go with the Lions. I think they squeeze it out with and win by like one or two. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a real tight game. I don't think it's gonna be a super high scoring game. Like I think it's gonna yeah. be twenty one twenty or something in that realm. But that's my that's my gut. Yeah. Big Nick, what do you think? Well, here's something that's very interesting about this year's playoffs. Okay, so we got fourteen teams, twelve teams in this first round going at it. And out of the 14 teams, you have five coaches that have been there and won the Super Bowl before. Okay. And in this matchup, you have McVay on the road. He's certainly done it before. He's won with his quarterback. That's the other thing that's that's wild about this playoff. So how many quarterbacks do we have playing in this year's playoffs that have won a Super Bowl before? Well, you have Matthew Stafford. You have Patrick Mahomes. And then don't forget about my boy, Joe Flacco. Flacco, Flacco. (laughs) Here you have this interesting matchup of Jared Goff defending at home against the traveling L.A. Rams, against his former coach, against the guy that he was traded for. And they, they traded a lot to get Matthew Stafford, and they gave up Goff and a bunch in return. Now, there's been a lot of success in Detroit. I love watching their offense. I love Dan Campbell. He's one of my favorite coaches in the league. I think that the LA Rams could be sneaky dangerous too. They they really make me nervous, but I I'm, I'm going to go with my heart and maybe not my head here. I'm going to root and be be going for Dallas, oh sorry, for Detroit Lions <laughs> all the way. Um Lions. not not to not to look in the rear view too much here boys, but I did want to say Green Bay at Dallas. I suspect that Dallas will wear the white 
jerseys, which will mean Green Bay will wear the green. And you know me, I love fashion and I love laundry. I think that that will be the most beautiful <laughs> uniform matchup. Don't forget, Mike McCarthy won that Super Bowl with Green Bay. He's facing his old team in the first round. And here we got Sean McVay going to Detroit to play his old quarterback. Well, oh, I love these little these yeah. little storyline yeah. games right here. I'm going to hope for – I went for Big D down in Dallas. I'm going to go for Big D up in Detroit too. Let's go Lions. I like it. I like it. Plus, I Let, love Amon Ross St. Brown. Who doesn't? Let's. Uh, I just love the name. Let's sweep that two games in a row, boys, because I'm going Lions as well. Anybody who's listening knows I'm a secret in the closet uh, Lions fan. I just, any other city that's suffered as much as uh, Cincinnati has, I feel some affinity for. So, well, I mean, Mark, we've talked about it. If the Bengals just up and disappeared, we would become Lions fans really absolutely. quick. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Barry Sanders has a lot to do with that still still hold a special place in my heart, Barry. But yeah, this one, it's going to be close, man. I, the Lions have been tough and then they kind of backed off a little bit and then they hit the gas pedal again. So it, it's been a little up and down for them. But I do think that overall they have a better team than the Rams. Um, but the Rams have come on and they've got Puka Nakua and they've got um, Cooper Rush, who you know hasn't had the best year, but he's definitely started to come back on after after finally getting back on did the you field. Say Co- did you? What'd you say, Cooper Rush? Or not Cooper, Cooper Rush? Cup. Cooper Cup. I'm sorry, <laughs> Cooper Rush. He's the Mark what quarterback loves for Cooper the Cooper Rush? That's yeah. like his, his long lost uh, <laughs> cousin. <laughs> A slip of the tongue. So, but yeah, I, I think the Rams are they're gonna get they're gonna put up a fight. You know, this one's gonna oh, yeah. probably come down to the end, and this one definitely could be. You know, less than a three-point game, it could come down down to the wire. I, I think that's um, going to be a really fun game to watch. Oh yes. yeah. yeah, no matter who, no matter who you're rooting for, I think it's at least going to be a fun indoor yeah. too. Yeah, yep. so no no temperature, but yeah, that's going or no temperature impedance if you want to yep. call it that. Absolutely, yeah, it should be good. So, all right, so our second sweep, boys, lines across the board. That brings us to our last matchup, and that is the Philadelphia Eagles traveling. Traveling to Tampa Bay after starting ten and one. No one would have guessed that. Never would have guessed that. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, so you got um, Big Nick's former best friend Baker Mayfield shaking bacon. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't do that to me. Now. Leading the Buccaneers and uh, and the Eagles. So Big Nick, why don't you start us off on this one? Look, I do want to say I'm very happy for Baker, and I think he's earned it. He's, you know, he's toughed it out down there in Tampa. He's surprised a lot of us. He's, he's on the home. He's he's looked a little rough the last four weeks, but here's the other thing that I can't. Can can I go ahead and say this? Mike Evans just uh, is one of the best wide receivers <laughs> in the history of the NFL. No, okay, that, I want that ar- to be clear. Ar- yeah. Arguably, I mean, he no matter what quarterback he has, thousand yards every year. I think you got yeah. like Jerry Rice, and then boom, Mike Evans. That's the way that I would rank the. Uh, maybe maybe we put a little Rendemus in there too, but uh, <laughs> so you got Rice, Rendemus, and then uh, Mike Evans. That dude is amazing. And here's the thing. I don't care how old he gets. If you're down there in Tampa and you let that guy go, your franchise is a joke. That guy should be should start and finish his career in Tampa. That would be Agreed. awesome for the franchise and for the fan base. So big shout out to Mike Evans, one of my favorite players in the league. Now, 
You know who confuses the hell out of me? One of my other favorite players in the entire league, Jalen Hurts. I love this guy. I love him. <laughs> I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I, if I were to start a franchise, I would I would stand on the table and say that I kind of want the you know this would be one of the guys I want running the general of my offense. But yeah. they show him on the sidelines sitting down. They show him in the press conferences afterwards. His eyes, he's a million miles away, man. Like he is like he's he's putting out these vibes to me that it's like it's me against the NFL. I got to put the whole team on my back and carry everybody. Even the even yeah. the fan base, even the coaching staff. Dude, pump the brakes a little bit. You are not responsible for the entire city of Philadelphia, okay? Like <laughs> there are other players on that team that can help you win games. You do not have to put it all on you. As the general of all of that offense, you need to go out there and you need to tell your boys that they need to help your ass out. They need to help you this Sunday or sorry, this Monday night because you are not going to advance past this first round unless you get tough and you get those guys to rally around you. It's not all on you, Mr. Hertz. It's not all on you. And we all know that, but the mindset of an NFL quarterback, these guys, if they've been playing quarterback, it's been on their shoulders going all the way through high school to college. So he just shows it a little more than... (laughs) Maybe yeah. the other the others do, but and I, well, I I think he's he's a guy that and all, look most of these guys in the league they've gotten there for this reason they can't stand losing. I this losing does something different to him than everybody else. Like I mean, <laughs> he it, so here's what I'm gonna say. With all that said, Tampa Bay's offense has struggled mightily the past few weeks. Yeah. I as good and as much praise as I just gave Mike Evans, he can't throw the ball to himself. I think that this <laughs> is one a, flaw. Well, we, I think that this we, is a that we know game. of. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a low scoring game. I think it's an ugly game. I think it's going to be the most disgusting game of the whole weekend. And I think that the Eagles eke out a win down there in Tampa. Uh, but I think it's a close, low scoring game that that most people are going to oh. They're going to wake up and barf in their Cheerios when they think about that game. It's going to be so disgusting. <laughs> well, and it, I saw a video coming out of last week's game, and it was – I don't think your middle finger is supposed to look like that. If you oh. look at Jalen Hurts, he got pretty mangled. Yeah. Now, because I, I, I saw that too, was that his throwing hand? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think that's something that even if it's not talked about, how does that not affect – the yeah. game with throwing it when your finger a, has been dislocated and reset. Dis, yeah, dislocated right middle finger yeah. is the diagnosis. Uh, and Which, I, again, a lot of these quarterbacks are like, that's one of the big ones I use to get that mm-hmm. flip on it and that spiral. So I wonder if that's going to be kind of a game discussion as the game kind of progresses. And they're like, oh, he's really throwing some, some ducks out there. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean... It's hard to go against the Eagles here just because of um, their track record and all that. But I I think for that reason, I I could see the Buccaneers pulling it off, especially at home. You know, Baker just needs a few connections with, uh, as you said, Big Nick, um, with Mike Evans. And they get enough rolling, maybe get a turnover here and there. I can see see the Bucs doing the uh, the turnover, the the win here. So I'm I'm going Tampa Bay, boys, with... uh, with my pick. I don't mean to uh, 
attempt to sway you at all, Mark, but <laughs> if we're going to bring up Jalen Hurts' injury, we should also bring up Baker Mayfield's injury. He did not practice on Thursday, um, and they were only doing walkthroughs, and he did not participate in walkthroughs oh, wow. on Thursday. Do we, do we know what, what the reported injury was? It's an ankle and a rib. Uh, injury. So he's, he's double banged up here. And look, you have, this is what's terrible. You have a situation where the Eagles, they put up 10 points and lose to a terrible giants team on the road last week. The flip of that is the bucks win on the road to the worst team in football, Carolina, but they only put up nine points against Carolina. So both of these teams kind of limped in looking not great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this one might not be a, a no. <laughs> high scoring affair. That's for sure. Ooh, yeah. So, Mister B, who who are you taking? Well, so I mean, you kind of get into these injuries. You know, I I would like to see the Buccaneers win. Honestly, I I think they're going to pull it out. But you know, injuries. How bad are these injuries? We won't really know till it's game time because it's. It's it's the playoffs and they're ready to go. But I think I think the Buccaneers are going to pull it out. I think the Eagles have just been on a downtrod kind of yep. toward the back end of the season. And I think the Buccaneers are just going to be ready to go. Plus, they're at home. It's their home field. And they're going to be jacked up and bring in the thunder. So I'm going to go Buccaneers. I think, again, they're going to eke this thing out. And it's going to be some weird scoring game like 10 to 9 or something goofy. So, boys, I just a quick update here. I dropped a DM to my boy, Mike Evans, asked him, can you throw the ball to yourself and catch it? He quickly responded, yes, and he's already informed the coaching staff. Okay, good. He's going to be the first player in playoff history to throw a touchdown to himself for 70 yards. Uh, just <laughs> if, anybody, if anybody out there listening plays DraftKings, Go ahead and take Mike Evans. He's told me that he's looking for three touchdown passes and three touchdown receptions this week. Oh, that will <laughs> that will pay out big for ten dollars. Yes, that's a big that's a big payout. Yeah, there. That, that that's a car. You could buy a car with that one. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, I think that wraps us up on the uh, the weekend competitions that we've got going on obviously we've got the number one seeds that are sitting it out for this weekend that's the ravens on the afc side and the 49ers on the nfc side let's wrap this up with super bowl predictions updated super bowl predictions so let's go back to our nfl season kickoff episode for a second and rehash what we had predicted for our super bowls um Mr. B and myself are both in a small barrel going down the river Um, as we had the Cincinnati Bengals playing the San Francisco 49ers. We could be half right, but uh, 50, 50, but not all the way right. Big Nick, on the other hand, is alive and kicking. He had the Cowboys versus the Dolphins, which I actually thought was a little a little out there when when he first said it. Not super crazy, but a little. Oh, know. big big Nick is sneaky smart. He is. Well, he did take the DeLorean and grab the sports <laughs> almanac. I just didn't know if he read the right year or not. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. That's supposed to be twenty twenty five. Big that's Nick, you right. <laughs> that's right. So let's just rehash it here, boys. And Big Nick, we can start with you since you've got two dogs in the fight still. Are you sticking with your Super Bowl prediction? Um, you had the Cowboys winning it. 
and then them playing the Dolphins in the Super Bowl. Is that still your prediction? Do you still feel strongly about that? And if not, what revisions would you make? My main man, Sweetwater Mark, says that I'm still alive and kicking. Guess what? I'm alive and kicking, and I'm thinking about sticking to Big D Dallas and the Dolphin Dreams. Yeah, I'm sticking with the Dolphins v. Cowboys Super Bowl. Rematch the Super Bowl six. Uh, I like it. Feels like an old school matchup. Uh, Actually, no, I, I, I am sticking with it, but of course, we'll be pulling for the Browns to upset myself here. Uh, of course, of course, <laughs> with my own prediction. All right. So, Mr. B, obviously the Bengals did not make the dance, although I will point out. Wait, hang home- on. Are, th- are you sure there's not a chance they can show up in the playoffs? The- <laughs> unless <laughs> they assassinate. Sh- are you sure there's the not a chance? Steelers. I will say they are the only team in the NFL to finish with a winning record and to um, not in their own division, and I'm sorry, the only team to have a winning record in fourth place, in last place in their division out of all of football, which is hey, the AFC North, toughest division to play in. Yeah. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. That's right. So, Mr. B, Bengals, 49ers, half of them can be there. Are you sticking with the 49ers? If so, who are they playing against and who do you have to So, win? I think just the way that they're playing right now, I think it's going to be the two number one seeds. I think it's Ravens. Niners. Um, I mean, the Ravens just, they look past few weeks, just look badass. So I just, I don't think anyone can beat the Ravens. And I think the 49ers same way. So I think it's going to be the two number one seeds in the Super Bowl. And uh, that's going to be a very interesting matchup when they get there. Well, and we saw them match up a week or two ago and the Ravens completely mopped the floor with the 49ers. So I'd be curious to see if if that would happen again. I, I would think not because the 49ers, you know, should put up a, a much well, better showing and, than they and, did. And that, the AFC's, uh, AFC North just beat the crap out of the NFC uh, uh, West. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the, yes. Bengals, the Bengals beat all of them. I mean, yeah. so it's one of these weird things of like, what's happening in the NFL right now? Absolutely. So I'm going to get a little crazy with mine just because why not? I, I don't know if this is actually going to happen, but to me, it would be fun if it did. <clears throat> it's probably the Super Bowl that Roger Goodell would absolutely dread. But <laughs> I'm going to go. You ready for it? Yes. Houston Texans. Versus the Detroit Lions in the nice. Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking to see the underdogs make their way to the final throne. And I'm going to take the Lions to win the Super Bowl. That, to me, would be an awesome story. If the city of Detroit could finally get some blessings and finally capture another Super Bowl victory, put that in their pocket. Actually, they're only. I'm pretty sure that was, that would be their only Super Bowl. Plus, victory, once you win a Super Bowl, then they leave, they have to fix your water problem, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that comes along <laughs> with it. So, but uh, but yeah, so I, I got the Lions, guys. I think um, to me, I think that they are going to be the ones um, to potentially do it again. Probably a little far fetched, but hey, we like to have fun here on the Big Kid Show. I don't take it too serious. Let's, let's be hey, a little crazy. It's not far fetched. Right now, every team has a shot. Exactly. Exactly. And I guess I guess so, I guess I never said my Super Bowl winner. I'm going to go with. I think the Ravens are going to pull it off and mm-hmm. just just be the be the team of the year. Uh, I think uh, uh, J- uh, Lamar Jackson's just going to be a badass. That would not surprise me with the year that they've had so far. That's for sure. 
So, all right, boys, I think that brings us to the end. Any closing thoughts before we get out of here? I got one. I would like to give the award for best dressed NFL fan to a one Stephanie Niles. Congratulations. You are fantastic. <laughs> Love it. Golf club. Golf club. I like it. All right. If you are out there listening, you made it to the end with us. We appreciate you. Go tell a friend. Tell them to check out the big kids so we can spread our love around all over the place. Until next time, next Sunday, come check us out. We are the Big Kid Show. Show.